back to Movie Reel. I'm your host, Kevin Tracy. I'm Samantha Tomlinson. And joining us today is our very special friend, Mr. Aaron Silva. Hey, thanks, guys. <laughs> You've been on here a while. Welcome back. You've been on here so many times. I'm trying to think. So it started with Space Jam. And then... It did start with Space Jam. And I was so angry that you guys said, we want him back to be angry again. Well, uh, no, yes. it was Space Jam. And then it was Starship Troopers 2... Then was it Dust Till Dawn? Was there an? Is there uh, it was just it was just Starship Troopers, and then it was Dust Till yeah. Dawn. Yeah. Just yes, and, and now it's Starship Troopers too. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, so Sam, uh, why don't you tell the lovely folks at home what we do here on this podcast? So we pick a movie, and then we talk about it. And if it's good, we basically rave about it. And if it's bad, we rip it to shreds. And it's ripping time, guys. This movie. Sucks. Yeah. Rip and tear. Fuck this movie. It oh was, my god. It was so bad. <laughs> what? Okay. Rip and tear until it is done. Wait, what? Is that you think? I, I, I don't hate this movie. I don't know if I need to drop that bombshell on you like immediately out the gate, but I don't. No, you, hate you it. did because I, I legitimately did not think that you would like this movie in any capacity. Well, I don't, I don't that... like this movie either. Well, uh... I, I, I wouldn't. Let me rephrase that. I didn't think that you would be the one to be in this movie's defense, rather you, than you didn't think I would defend it. No, I, I didn't think you would defend this movie at all in in really any capacity, which well, which is kind of kind of funny because is... uh, usually you're the one who who is more meticulous in in tearing, tearing movies apart on random nuances and, and subtle uh, discrepancies. Well, this is that, the, that's true. This is the thing about this movie. So. There are, for first of all, there are. Is it there's three Starship Troopers movies, or is there more than that? There, there are three live action ones. There's two animated, and then One there's musical. an animated series. The, Wait, the musical what? does not count. <laughs> there's a musical. <laughs> Why didn't we watch that? Kevin? It's by it's called Starship, and it's by the same people that did like a very Potter musical, and that was how I got into this because I never heard, and I'm not even into this. That was just how I learned about it, and it's really good. I it's. Probably my favorite one of theirs, and but it's about it's like a bug who wants to be a Starship Ranger. It's kind of it's kind of like a mix of B movie versus uh, The Little Mermaid esque. That's like it's really, but it's kind of the plot of this one. though. Well, I mean, of the okay, kind of well, okay. Well, but, Spoiler first, alert! It's kind of the plot so, of this movie too. So the first Starship Troopers, it's in a nutshell, it's about a like kind of like a satirical movie of like what it would you say like a fascist government yeah it, it's like a, a completely militaristic authority authoritarian government and very much leading in towards like fascist undertones that are not subtle at all and yeah it's, yeah. it's a no sorry, you go, go you go <laughs> okay it's a pretty strong satire of uh fascism just in general which is uh, you know, it was a book first, right? And that's what the author intended. We you, yeah. we talked about that a lot in the um, the our podcast on the first one. Yes. Um, and this one kind of follows in that same uh, line of of reasoning. It also is a pretty strong satirization of fascism. Just it has a much tighter focus than the original one did. I, I mean, I, I honestly, that's where I'm I'm gonna have to disagree with you on that, Aaron. This movie doesn't really focus on like really any of the satire at all from the first one or even the third one i mean the third one 
has a completely different agenda, but that that's we'll open I that can of worms. Yeah, we'll open that can of worms I, later. So I, yeah, I, uh, but th- this one, yeah, with, go I ahead, agree Sam. With both of you. Um, I don't think it's nearly as satirical as the first one, but it does have much a uh, much tighter focus. It does kind of a little bit of the same stuff it does in the first one. In very right in the beginning, the whole like, would you like to know more? Like, you know, yeah, if they did work in, a, would you like to know more? They kind of had to because the first one did. It, but it's, it's right. never. I think it's, it's um, never. You're contractually obligated to do that in at least once in every movie. Do they do it in the third one? They do it in every movie. But it, okay, it yeah, perfect. it doesn't really. Yeah. Um, yeah, it doesn't really come up again, and it's it's it definitely has more of a tighter focus and. That's kind of what I think part of and part of the issues are. But um, the thing about the last movie, we were all we all seem to be a little divided on it. I thought I feel like Aaron and I kind of I don't know. I remember there was some stuff Aaron, you and I agreed with. And Kevin, you have seen them way more than us. Um, yeah. But <laughs> the thing about the last one, it's one of those movies of. Is this just when when you say last oh, one? Sorry. Are you referring to the, the first one, the, the first Star Trek movie? Oh, okay, the, it's like we haven't seen the no, last one. <laughs> the previous one. The one about the the thing about the Go, gotcha. Starship Troopers is that it's it, it is very much satirical, but it's one of those. Is this just a really incredible satirical movie, or is this just a really bad movie? And I kind of think it's both. I don't think it's necessarily. Again, I it was definitely not in my wheelhouse when I watched it. Not saying I hated it, but um, it's it. There were issues with it, but also it definitely was very. It was very. It was kind of original. I hadn't. I couldn't. I hadn't really seen a lot of things like it. This movie, I feel like, is yeah. very, very unoriginal. I feel like I've seen this type of plot in some so it, many it, times, and it's it's very much a by the numbers uh abandoned like quote unquote abandoned house horror movie yeah and i do think this movie's worse than the first one and that's largely because the first one while it had some issues it tells its story in an interesting yeah. way and it it doesn't tell its story in a you know, it's, it doesn't tell its story like Star Wars, right? <laughs> or like a lot of other movies you see. Okay. Even though you could say it's like aping Star Wars, but yeah. it it has a sort of like really pulled back view of things. We follow these three characters as they experience the different, uh, you know, facets of this society and this war that they are taking part in. Yeah. And we see how that affects them. And while it's, you know, painted to be this sort of like fascist, like utopia uh, i know, guess everything's good everything's great because you know we're in the mobile inventory and we're doing our part and stuff like that which is what the movie gives you to take away from because that's like how it's framing it yeah it, um, we, we for the most part the entire first act we're seeing it through the eyes of like the average citizen through all the propaganda until the shit actually hits the fan we actually see the reality of what they're facing yeah, yeah, but to get back to the way what this movie does, um, it shows you a much tighter story, right? It's one encounter with the bugs, one sort of group of soldiers that we're dealing with, and um, at the start of it, we have them talking about heroes and how, well, like, what makes a person a hero. And the guy, um, uh, Drax, I think Dax. his name Dax. was Dax. Dax. It was Dax. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, uh, yeah, hold uh, on. But before we even get to that, we get. It's funny that you mentioned Star Wars because this movie literally opens up with an opening scroll 
of text recapping the first movie just like Star Wars, except they didn't even have it, it just looked like a, like a PowerPoint presentation <laughs> like... recapping the events of the first movie and then showed like the propaganda piece that you, you were talking about that just showed random uh-huh. B-roll footage just indicating that they were in a war and then just it, they reference all these like key events and like uh, a couple characters as well and then not introduce them in the movies. So it's like, why would you even tell us that if it, it, it just made no sense to me on why they're telling us stuff from the first movie. If none of that information is relevant because it, it really isn't, this could take place before any of the events of the first movie or after there's no real reference of time in when this movie is supposed to be taking place in reference to any of the movies at all. Um, there is, but it's really subtle. Like you don't, you don't need to have watched the first movie to watch this one and understand what's going on and, and get, get what's no. happening. They do, they, this one sort of elaborates on a dangling thread from the first one where there was that dude where the bug was inside him and then ate out his brain. Uh, and then they never went back to that. Um, and then they, um, the like electrical fences that they have set up, the like permanent encampments that they have set up that are way more advanced than the one that they had in the first movie do indicate that this is in the future. This is after the last one. And I think they just put that scroll in there so that, um, like fans wouldn't be confused because the first one did have a cult following and that's mainly who they're making this for. So of course they put in Easter eggs at the beginning to appeal to the fans because, that they're the only ones who are going to watch this. Yeah, movie. but oh, okay. So I'm, I'm glad you mentioned the. Except I'm, I'm glad you mentioned the, the fence because I have a lot of notes for that. Um, okay. Well, yeah. We'll get okay. To the just their entire defenses but, is just. Yeah, I, I have a lot of notes on that. If, um. Uh, yeah. So. Yeah, like. Yeah, the first movie. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, go ahead, Sam. Sorry. Can we just acknowledge that. The Starship Troopers font is the most basic bitch font they could possibly find. I'm like, is that, what is this? Is this like Helvetica, just in it's, all it, caps? Like... It, it's, it's, it's Comic Sans. <laughs> comic I'm, Sans. I'm, I'm calling it now. It's Comic It's <laughs> It's not Comic It's Comic Sans. Sans. It or be, maybe though. it's it even Times be. New Roman. Um, it's Times New Roman. It's just, I was like, it's not even an interesting font. And then I was immediately just like, oh, fuck this. And then... Uh, so just before we start recording, Aaron and I were kind of talking a little bit, and I feel like so the beginning of this movie kind of starts with them. the the main the, the group of characters that we're following. They what are they the seven hundred and first? It's like it's like Bravo Company. Why is it always like there always something and first? Like it's because of the hundred and first Airborne who were war heroes in World War Two. And now whenever anybody does any group that they want us to follow, it's always the oh. something and first. Yeah. Star Wars did it. Starship Troopers did it. Um, yeah. But, it. It, it's uh, not, yeah, it's not an original thing at uh, all, yeah. but yeah. But um, it's like, the thing is, it's starting in the middle. They're in this major battle. Obviously, they're fighting all these bugs. But like, and this is just such a, I am not opposed to movies starting this way. I have nothing against when things are in medias res just because it speeds things along. We just, it's a way to get, get the story going. But the problem is I don't know any of these people and there's never really a good introduction of all these people. You figure out their names just by them 
Billy, Billy. And then they call her Sahara a couple times. Oh my and God, Dax. Billy. And I feel like those are, and then Shepard. Uh, okay. I just feel like over time I figured out people's names. It wasn't like yeah, well, a good actual introduction to who any of these people are. And I even looked it up. Like there is no, I don't think anybody from the first movie is in this. I'm like, no, no. Actually, there there's one recurring actress who who's in both the first one and the second movie. In the first movie, uh, what what was her name? It was um. Uh, in the, fir- the first movie, wait, she played the. Did she play the um the the? Yes, ship she commander? was. She was Carmen Amanda's uh, the... ship commander, and she was these. And she plays the yep. sergeant yes. in this, doesn't she? Uh, okay. Bre- Brenda. Okay. Uh, Brenda okay, Strong. Yeah. Yes, who plays uh, Sergeant Rake in this movie. And I forget her character's name in the first movie, but that's irrelevant. But yeah, she's the only character... She's not a very she, important She's the only the actor who uh, uh, is in both the Returns. first movie and the second movie. And the only other actor, aside from her, who reprises any role in this is like Casper Van Dien, who reprises his role as uh, Johnny Rico in the third movie, and I think the second animated movie. Um... But like, okay, yeah. Most people when they star in a Starship Troopers movie get out. Yeah, <laughs> apparently. Like, um. And the thing is, <laughs> with this movie overall, it's it's not like okay. I, I was I was. Well, hold hold on, Sam, because oh, I, okay. I didn't want to talk about that yeah. first scene that that you were talking about, where that we get the character introduction. Where yeah, you you don't know who anybody is because that first scene is so chaotic. And I, I think oh, probably yeah. because of budget yeah. issues, yeah, it's so- shot really shakily, super shakily, and it has this effect over the screen because it's like raining, it's like yeah. storming or whatever, yes, which is really difficult shit. to see what's going on. And the volume's so loud, you can't hear anyone either. So they're trying to introduce you to these characters who you don't know in the middle of a storm, so you can't see them, in the middle of a fight, so it's shot really like quickly and, and like they're cutting yeah. really fast. And it it's so loud that you can't hear them either. So you can't see or hear the characters you're supposed to be getting to know. <laughs> it, like that's, cause that's yeah. a that was my, okay. Because problem. I'm just like, I picked, um, S I picked SD instead of H, uh, HD just because it's like a dollar cheaper <laughs> and I'm kind of cheap. <laughs> um, but I'm like, and at first I'm like, I, in my experience, I've never had an issue. It's always like, whatever, I'm going to pick the cheaper one. It's, it, it never has been an issue. And I don't even think it was an issue. I just think that's the movie. But yeah, I'm like, I, it's like I couldn't see anything. And I'm like, what the hell? And I feel like, you know, we've seen movies where it's raining really hard. Or there's like a dust yeah. storm. Or it's snowing. But it's still, the image still looks clear. And this like, I'm like, is there a filter? Was this shot on a child's video camera? What? Why does this look so bad? <laughs> Yeah, well, they, it's, it's it, yeah, no, like go ahead, Kevin. One of the problems is that this movie had a drastic uh, budget cut compared to the first movie. The first movie had an estimated budget of 105 million dollars. This movie only had seven to work with, and it shows because for the most part, this entire movie takes place in one location, and it's yeah. I mean, they they did know that their budget yes, was a lot smaller. And they scaled the movie down accordingly. I think, which I think was smart. I think if they had tried to make a movie like the one they made originally, it, no, it, they wouldn't have even it, finished. It, it, it they, would have been like asylum that. quality bad, like Sharknado's level of effects. Uh, yeah, yeah. 
And honestly, I don't think the effects in this movie, on the whole, are they that don't bad. age well. But for what they had to work with, it turned out it turned out okay. That actually, wait. Let me put it this way: they compare fine with the first movie. They're about the same as in the first movie. Now, this came out seven years after that, so you'd think they'd yeah. be better. If they're not. <laughs> Uh, but I think they're basically the same. And again, they're like it comes to a certain point where, you know, making the effects look even better and even better and even better doesn't help all that much with immersion of the movie. Like I got what was going on most of the time; it looked accurate. The actors, I think, did a pretty good job of acting with yeah. the stuff that wasn't there. Unlike some other movies where you can tell that nothing's there, like the Garfield movie <laughs> or Lost in but Space. But that actually, um, um, <laughs> they. So, okay, I forgot what I was gonna say. <laughs> what were we talking okay, about? Uh, it's even like I just like like lost where we were. The the, the effects the of CG effects. and how well it's held up and yeah, the comparing that to the were first one. Just like they were fine. I didn't have. Were they practical? Were they more practical as like the they they did so, they did they did yeah some practical. It, it was it was pretty much the same with. The first movie, uh, the first the first movie, they uh-huh. worked with the company Amalgamated Dynamics, who did a lot of the practical um, arachnid warrior like animatronics, which kind of bummed they didn't really have any of that. I mean, you did see like a couple like dead arachnid like um, like corpses and like body parts, kind of like embedded into like their like radio and stuff like that. So like yeah. that was kind of cool. They had like one leg prop they had like one leg prop that i think they used every time they needed to have like the actors yeah. physically touch the the monster i think it's the same yeah, prop every it time seems like, like it but because there's like the one scene where you see him picking up an arachnid leg and then you have the other scene where it's in, of course embedded in the comm system yeah and that's like basically it but so yeah i mean again they they obviously didn't have the same budget as they had for the first one which is why they they had to do the sort of body yeah um, and even with. that like you, um, you see like kind of like the like the larva like that they like pick up after it, like gets like shot out of like rake's head and it's like oh, like that's a real thing and like uh-huh. even like this the the cgi of like the arachnid warriors even though we see them very sparingly they yeah like you said they look pretty much about the same quality wise as the first movie um uh, uh, but- but it's hard to tell because there's always yeah. dust particle effects, a storm going on. They do their best to make sure you can't this see them as much as possible. This movie is notorious <laughs> for how dark it is. And I, I have this on DVD and like I had, to, I had to turn the brightness up like in the middle of the movie because really? of how dark it was. And like my, my movie is like, like, or like my TV is like pretty decent about like brightness levels. So it's like, I don't really need to adjust it. But like this one, I, I legitimately had to turn it up because like there are certain scenes, especially towards um, like the third act when they're like like the power shut off and it's like they have like that like blue filter that almost looks like a like a like a dark light almost. It... Yeah, they went yeah. a little hard with the blue filter. They were like trying to do the Helm's Deep like it's pitch black, but we can't actually have it pee bitch. <laughs> Jeez, be pitch black because otherwise you yeah, can't I, I, see I, what's going yeah, on. It, but the yeah, they didn't was, do as good of a job. Yeah, as, no, uh, I, re- I remember did. my question. Never now. thought I'd hear this compared to Lord of the Rings, but all right. 
I mean, it's not fair. It's not a fair comparison. It's a pretty mean comparison to be like, yeah, this movie was only one of the biggest cinematic experiences that's ever been put to film with, you know, like literally like thousands of people across the globe working to make sure it was a a masterpiece for a It was just made by Steve in his garage. Like (laughs) 60 people in, yeah, exactly. What do you mean you didn't do it the same way Peter fucking This motherfucker over here comparing Citizen Kane to Sharknado. I remember this was my question that I had. Um, What, was this, was this in theaters or was this straight to video? No, this was, this was straight to video. This was straight Thank to video. God, it wasn't like, theaters. This, I, was, it was just so... I feel like I've, I've seen straight to video... There's been plenty of movies I've seen that have been straight to video, and they were way better or way higher quality than this. And this yeah. was just like... I, I'm like, yeah, I can see this solely being like... Kind of esque like Highlander, you know, kind of cult where they made, a, they made a sequel. Actually, no, that's different because they made a sequel... That was more just for money, but it was for an audience, and it was just so shitty. But yeah. that's different. But anyway, um, um, the but, other oh, damn yeah. it, I had another. Oh wait, no, I do. Okay, you, there... you have this. You own this movie. Why? I, I own I own all three uh, uh, Starship Troopers movies, the live action ones. Yes. Kevin, why do you? I don't only own, own bad movies. movies. I just like watching them more. <laughs> That's true. You do own uh, Godzilla Final <laughs> Wars, which is the best movie of all time. But, uh, We're gonna need to talk about that one at some point. God, um, God will smite me down. I'm for bringing you that. on for that. Um, um, so, so um, one do. thing that continuously made me laugh uh, about this movie was due to their short, their small budget was uh, their use of props for this movie, specifically their guns. Did either of you notice anything particular oh, about those guns? guns? Specifically, their muzzle flashes. Um, the sound yeah, they made was yeah, kind of weird. Yeah, the muzzle flashes are... Um, yeah, they, it, they're, they're, they're literally like lights. dollar store toys that they more or less spray-painted like gunmetal black and just they're just strobe lights in in the barrel. The the strobe light and the the, the problem is they didn't have a way to they couldn't do the special effects to yeah. make the muzzle flashes look like muzzle flashes, which isn't that yeah. hard, but they still <laughs> couldn't do it. Um, it was in two thousand four, yeah. so it was probably harder back then. But also because they used the like shitty like um, strobe light basically to make them light they couldn't use the normal like gunfire sound effects. So they have to use like the like lasery sound effects and they just don't sound good. And they also sound like lasers, but the guns obviously aren't yeah, shooting like, lasers. Yeah, like you see, you see like bullet yeah, impacts like multiple times throughout this movie. And I think in the beginning you hear like a couple like bullet casings like fall on the floor. It's like, they're clearly firing bullets, but the gun indicates otherwise. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, the guns the guns weren't great. And maybe that's why the main characters never use guns, because they're stupid. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but we'll get to that later. We were t- we were in the storm where we get introduced to most of the characters, yes. right? And that first storm sequence, basically the entire time the movie spends outside of the bunker, is not good. Um, they have their whole, like, we have to retreat to the bunker, and the general stays behind to fight, and then they run they basically just like run to the bunker and all the bugs just sort of let them yeah do the, it the, 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 and then the disappear. bugs gave them their personal space 
which exactly. Is, which is and very kind. Which is very bunker, kind of them. I might add that's very polite. <laughs> the polite yes. bugs. And then the the storm comes in, right? And it like blows the two guys over, and they're like struggling to like climb up to get to the bunker. <laughs> And then the bug shows up, and like six people run over to shoot at the bug, and they're standing yeah, just, next um, to the two guys on the ground. And the wind is just not there. Yeah, anymore. just like literally two <laughs> seconds ago, the wind was so strong it lifted several people off the ground to presumably to their deaths because they're never seen. Yeah, several people literally die to this wind, but the moment the bugs show up, the wind yeah, is no. No, no, not even threat. bugs. It was like one singular bug that killed like the only Asian in this movie. Uh, and oh yeah, it was also like their. Who's no, also the, their comms the, officer? The, the one, the one of the girls is Asian. Oh, oh. One of the ones who gets. Oh, Sandy. Oh, yep, yep. I yeah. Okay. Yeah, Sandy. Um. Well, anyway, but yeah, he, like as soon as like a singular bug shows up, everyone just like it's a bug, kill it, and they just all stand up, and immediately the only person who's having problem with the wind is, like, the guy who's on the floor in front of this thing. The guys who are still yeah, on the ground. It's like, yeah. what the hell? Um, so... Well, and, like, why... You have a gun. Why is your first reaction to run within melee range of the bug? Like, yeah, I um, yeah. It's not good. It, that whole first sequence I is mean, not good. I think if, you guys... Oh, 100%. I was just really... Just... Right away, I'm just like, I don't know who any of these characters are. I don't care about, why should I care about any of them? And I feel like I've seen enough movies or, or like read enough scripts where I'm like, I, I, I know that I'm not supposed to care, but I do care because like they've given me enough for me to care about this character, even if it's poorly written. And this, I'm just like, I was like, mm-hmm. I, I, remember, I was pretty early on. I'm like, oh, okay, great. Maybe they'll all die and the movie will be over. I'm like 15 minutes in. Like, <laughs> I, I was so like, like, yeah, just die. I hate, I was just so uninterested. And, well, but the, it's because it, this would have been a good. What they should have done. No, this is a, this Sorry, go been ahead, a good. Sam. This would have been a good intro if I knew these characters and I didn't. So why do I care about them? Yeah, no, like, what they, they should have done is had them backing up in, like, start the movie when they're, like, mid-retreat to this fortress, and have, like, a short engagement with the bugs when they get inside and close the door or whatever, and then you can, you know, you have that brief moment of action, and then you can start introducing, to establish basically who's in charge, and then you can start introducing our characters. The whole scene where the general stays behind and then shows up later no. isn't even I mean, necessary. It, I mean, you it's, don't need it, to have it in the movie. I think the the only reason that's necessary is it needs to introduce Griff, uh, Peck, and Soda for like the whole like invasion of the body snatchers uh, plot. But you could still have them talk about how they left their general, their general stay yeah, behind to yeah. buy the retreat, and the general still does his speech saying, "I would have died if not for these three who oh showed my God. up yeah. out of nowhere." Like he already, you already wasted time in the movie establishing that, so you're not yeah, losing any time. We gotta, by, but, we gotta just, talk, Aaron. If you start, if you about, but Aaron, if you start the movie like that, we wouldn't have the "Would you like to know more?" segment. I know. Still have yeah, that. Yeah. Uh, my big, my bigger thing is if you started the movie like that, you'd be cutting another five minutes off of your runtime, and this movie is a hundred and twenty, or is like an hour and twenty-four minutes. I was like, like good. I, so kept just, it, I kept, I yeah, kept it's... pausing and checking. I'm like, okay, I'm like twenty minutes in. Okay, I'm like thirty minutes in. Oh my god. Um. Really? Because I think it actually gets okay. Got, once oh, I agree. The bunker. I think then it just turns... once it was, 
the plot really picked up things just really picked up once they were the the body snatcher stuff was starting to really happen there were scenes i was interested yeah. in for sure it just was slow going and i don't care about any of these people and i think yeah. um like uh, eventually but if, and, okay yeah so i i like half the characters like they can be summed up with they're a soldier that's their entire character and they're given like nothing else outside of that i want to really quick talk about they, here's my thing about jack though like i hadn't really no major issue with him as a character but so they find him where is he he was locked in there he, and they're like why are he you was in locked here? in the incinerator he was locked in the incinerator room in of the the bunker he was gonna be killed and they're like they're reading like the information on him and that's like purple heart purple heart purple heart and i think maybe i looked at my phone or i zoned out for a second because then the next yeah. thing i hear is you're you're a uh like a disgrace to the uniform and then later i hear oh it's because he killed another officer yeah so he killed yeah. his commanding officer it was like carpal like holbert or something like that because he kept making uh he kept issuing out orders that was like according to dax needlessly putting his like the soldiers in like harm's way and getting them recklessly killed oh so he killed them. he's like krell he, it's basically yeah. The same reason that he hates the psychic guy. Yeah, uh, who's, who's Lieutenant Dill. In the movie. Because he doesn't... Yeah, because Lieutenant Dill doesn't know what he's doing, and Dax hates it when his commanding officers don't know what they're yes. doing because so... they get people killed. Like, and that's Dax's whole yeah. arc, basically. He doesn't really arc. <laughs> no, uh, nobody. nobody in this movie arcs. Um, the the Dill almost does, and then they kill him off because they didn't, they didn't want yeah. that character. I and guess. it was... His uh, death is so <laughs> stupid. It, yeah. Wasteful. It's so wasteful. It just wastes a character, and it's an it's one of those deaths where the character is being colossally stupid, yeah. and that's why he dies. Um, it's like, so it's it's, yeah, it's not it, even a payoff, and it's also just like oh, so he's just gonna die because instead of opening up, like why do you need three alien hostages? Like you need one. To yeah, it, it's on. like you they're all under. Re- he's like talking about them. It's like they're all under arrest. They're all traitors of the Federation. It's like you know that they're bugs now why just they're not them. traitors they're yeah. completely different beings and then he gets killed they frame dax for it and i don't know why they decided to do that whole song and dance because the bugs severely outnumber the people they could just shoot all three of them and then boom they're done they don't need anyone else at that point they, they have the general if you think about it they didn't really need anybody else to, to to back up for a second because people might not have watched uh, the movie. Hey, it came out in 2004 uh, it came out in 2004 forget the, it <laughs> well the three newcomers who saved the general ended up being like having bugs in their stomachs the bugs can come out and possess other people uh and they basically end up body jacking everybody yeah. but the main characters because instead of doing because their plan is right body jack the general General goes to HQ. General uh, releases a whole bunch more bugs yeah, and yeah, takes control. Yeah, the plan is to right? like the infect plan. like the like the leadership of the military and just completely ruin any chances that humanity has in exterminating the bugs. So if that's if that's the plan, there they were out there in the storm yeah. with the general, right? They could have jacked the general out there. Very easily. Nobody yeah, else was that, left. That is it was true. just him. Um, 
And then when you get back to the fort, he's already possessed. You don't need to do anything. You don't need to kill anybody. Well, you don't need to do anything to anybody. You it it is later explained that back. the longer that the the parasite or like I, I guess they're called like uh, like parasite bugs. I forget what they're actually called, but it was explained later on uh, that the longer that they're in like their host body, the host body essentially dies and starts to decompose, and that's why Peck. They later explained that like he's been out there for a month, so he's been dead for about a month i'm assuming i and thought the only reason that happened with peck was because he um they purposefully like basically his bug got big enough to where it could spawn more little bugs be, right it, yeah because that it stayed in its host for so long it had time to gestate and have enough to spawn uh hatchlings and God, they that scene even is so come... fucking creepy. I hate that scene. It it yeah, it's this movie Wait, has a what, lot of body horror. What um sorry, what scene? The uh, one when... in the bathroom where he throws Peck's corpse into the room and it splits and turns into the bug, and then he locks them in the bathroom. Yeah, he, oh, yeah, he looks oh, super oh, uncomfortable. With the two, and, yeah, after after he after he rips uh, his like Billy scalp and, off and uh, just pulls the bug out. Black guy that's flirting with Sahara. Yeah. Yeah. Um, What's but, his name? What? What is like? See, I don't even know most of their the, names. The medic dude. I don't know the benefit. Oh, the uh, that, that's name. that's Griff. Um. Okay. So yeah. That's, okay. Uh, yeah. The the um people just to clarify. So Shepard brings uh when he shows up he has Soda who's uh unconscious or she's asleep I guess uh Peck and yeah. Griff right yes. and did yeah. you guys recognize Peck? I had to look it up to confirm, uh, but I was like, "Wait a minute!" And the one wait, Sam, who played Peck? Just go or wait, Peck? Who's Peck? He... The 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 stuttering. Um... No, I know who he is, but who played him? Because I did not recognize. I, him. Uh, I can't. JP Mannix. He was the principal, uh, or like was he also the neighbor and the caveman in Phil of the Future? I haven't seen Phil of the Future. Uh, what? That's been so long since I've seen that. <laughs> oh, okay, but like he's the like the na- he's kind of like the the neighbor. I thought that he looked familiar. Actively trying but... to, he's either like actively trying to like you know evade his suspicion, kind of. Yeah. But the real question is who played Charlie Soda? <laughs> yeah. Because according yeah, why, to Google, yeah, why don't you explain that one, Aaron? Because according you... to Google, it is played by Kelly Clarkson. <laughs> As well as the actual actress who plays her, Kelly Carlson. <laughs> yeah, they're they're every both listed play. on Google as having played this character, and if you look at them, they, they don't they don't look similar. No, they, at all. Uh, no. So I just think that was someone that would have actually made that. me more interested if Kelly Clarkson was in this movie. Yeah, because for the <laughs> most part, actors wise, it's a lot of just small bit characters. The, the only people that like. It, like you said, like it was like he was in like Phil the Future. There's like Ed Lauder who plays uh, uh, General Shepard, and like it, it was just a lot of people that you recognize from a lot of small, uh, like bit sitcom type stuff. I mean, you're not getting any big actors to be no. in this movie, not with yeah. the budget that they had. Yeah, uh. with the, well, with the budget that they had, yeah. But like in like Starship Troopers and like the first one, like they were relatively like up and newcomers. Like they had done like some stuff, but like for a lot of the, a lot of the actors, like uh, 
I mean, uh, Neil that, Patrick like, Harris is the biggest star from that one, and he's yeah. not exactly the biggest star in the world. Well, yeah, yeah, like they had like uh, Jeremy Iron, not Jeremy Irons, uh, Michael Ironside, Clancy Brown. True, uh, they did yeah. have uh, they did have him in there. Yeah, who he he is actually in uh, Command and Conquer Three, the video yeah. game. He yeah. plays it. <laughs> I know. He's, he's, he plays the in the live action cutscenes. I, know, which I, lo- is just I love perfect. that. I love that shit. <laughs> um, but uh, getting back to um, uh, Peck and Griff, they they kind of they explain that like oh like the communications are down. Like Peck, like can can you work on this? Like yeah. And uh, Lieutenant Dill makes a comment. It's like when's the last time you took a shower, soldier? Indicating that like he smells like really bad. So it's like. It is like, is he commenting that like his body is like smelling bad because his body's decomposing? Because we later learned that. that. But yeah, that that actually that line actually works. Yeah, because like we later find out like yeah, his body is literally falling apart. Because when he he tries to uh, when he um, I guess like indoctrinates uh Tor like the 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 fat trooper with uh with the help of Griff when like Tor is like trying to like fight back he like very lightly like pulls his arm completely off and like knocks his fingers off he's falling completely apart because he's he's been that like that for a week yeah or he, for a month for a mu- yeah he's been decaying very slowly for a month because this bug is just killed him and is using him as a, a puppet and we see that like uh griff like his uh fingertips are like completely black because they're completely petrified and like rotten Oh, so it's like, oh, so okay. yeah, like if if they did that to the general suit too soon, then by the time that he actually got to high command, he would have looked like a walking corpse and would have been put either immediately into quarantine or under immediate surveillance and suspicion. suspicion yeah. So it's like, I mean, that's fair, but like, I still think that they made some tactical blunders here. Oh, um, immensely. The bugs in this had every opportunity to win i also i hate <laughs> that they humanized the bugs they did they i mean they yeah, i mean they, they, they kind of did that with the uh, the brain bug yeah well here's the thing the brain bug is still a bug and it still acts way different than people do right true uh, the whole point is that the bugs aren't really able to be understood by people uh, but then in this one the bugs are basically able to pretend to be humans flawlessly yeah uh, and I just uh, oh also uh, I, I just want to point out I think this is like the only time the these bugs show up in like any of the movies like I don't know about the TV show but as far as I know this is the only time these types of bugs ever make any type of appearance. Uh yeah I mean I I don't think they really and the speech from the general at the end when he's like been possessed by one of the bugs and he's like this is why we hate humanity and it must be destroyed yeah like. It doesn't work because the whole point of this whole like war is the the fascist government needs to to keep having wars basically, um, and they will find anything to fight even if it's the these bug like enemies where you're just sending people into a meat grinder. Well, I mean to be fair, in the book the bugs are extremely intelligent. Like they have spacecraft, they have cities, they have infrastructure, they take hostages, they have intelligence to make like military strategies and like right. counter the humanity. bugs are almost better than the people yeah it, like they're, um, they're de- they, de- the point, yeah, they, they right? definitely have like human characteristics in the book so it, it makes sense that they would carry over some type of like 
human traits like the movies, but in this instance, I agree with you. The fact that they made them very much uh, more human in this one, as opposed to like the first one, where they're just more or less feral animals that act purely on instinct on like a hive mind. Right. Um, yes. Did not like that. Um, just because like the way he talks about it and gives like a reason for the conflict, like there, the point is, is in the first one is like, yes, we're just trying to create conflict. Yeah. The bugs are weird and scary and, and crazy, but they're also like an actual society with actual goals and stuff. Obviously the, the like Federation did not pursue peace with the bugs they never even tried like they legit want to create an enemy yeah. for people to, you know to perpetuate the conflict well, the, the, and the, right? then there's also like the the fan theory of like the first movie of uh that the whole attack on buenos Aires was an inside job from the federation is that, that a fan is a theory th- oh you mentioned that yeah 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 one, i meant right? i mentioned that uh, earlier i just i felt like i needed to reiterate that for this point yeah no and it, it Again, I don't know whether or not that was intended, but it would make sense. And that's like where you want to be with the story. I just, yeah. I just wanted so to say. The way they did the bugs in this, I don't think works very well. Yeah, for no, I agree. Uh, go, I go just ahead, wanted to say, I was about to say, what did they, did they come up with that like theory after 9-11? But I realized the first one came out, what, in the 90s? It, so, yeah, 97. 97. A couple of years before that. Um, uh, yeah. That's unsettling. I, that, that, yeah, it's definitely made that comparison multiple times since yeah. uh, that, that event. Um, but uh, the similarities are eerily uncanny and similar, and it's very unsettling when you think about it like that. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. I mean, I'm pretty sure that's at least partially what the original writer was attempting to satirize with the way that the United States uh, promotes the military by uh, paying for your education and restricting certain things unless you join the military. I mean, obviously it's a lot uh, more extreme in the movie because of course it is. uh, But uh, anyway, we're not really here to theorize. Um, We should talk about, so um, let's let's talk really quick about like Sahara and then we got to get into how the bugs are getting, you know, getting into the various, uh, yeah. Um, really, so, so yeah. What is yeah, her, you, you... what is her deal? She, okay. So we kind of find out as a kid, she was, so Dill is the psychic and cause psychic is one of the various, like what, like sections of the Federation, I guess. So yeah. Like, it's like, it's like one of the classes. Classes. Like, uh, yeah. There's like, know, yeah. Yeah, uh, well, there's, um, like, the whole society is more or less, like, breakdown upon, of, like, citizen and civilian, and if you're a citizen, you have to have, like, an active service record in order to be a citizen. What is a citizen, yeah, you have though? to have spent two years in the a, military. A, a, citizen a citizen basically means, like, you have, like, rights to vote. A civilian is just, you, you can't vote, you can't participate yeah, so in any election or anything like that. What the fuck? If you are a citizen or a civilian, you are a second class citizen. Yeah. Essentially, you are not an actual citizen. You do not get to vote. Um, I'm sh- other rights are you can't participate in politics at all, um, as I know an issue. 
um, having kids. Yeah, I think there's yeah, there, a mention of if you, you want to have it, kids either above a certain amount or maybe yeah, in general, you have yeah, to no, be a uh, for for children you need to have a license in order to have children and being being a civilian doesn't restrict you having a license it just guarantees that you'll have a better chance of getting that and being a citizen also guarantees chance of like you know uh better chances of like getting a certain job or uh, a bank loan or, or certain um uh yeah. luxuries that more or less we automatically have rights to now as american citizens but if we were like civilians in the Federation, they, those would either be severely limited to non-existent unless we had, I think, I think the limit was two years of active service in the mobile infantry was, I, th I think that. Well, two years of active service in general, because um, what's her name serves for two years and then sends her a little breakup message. Yeah. To yeah. <laughs> yeah. In the first one saying, I'm actually going to stay. And he's like, well, fuck, I joined the military yep. for no reason. <laughs> um, Pretty much. <laughs> so, uh, okay, so... Sahara. Sahara, yeah. So Sahara, she, like, kind of as a kid, had some psychic abilities, and once she, like, hit puberty, I guess, or guess she got older, they kind of... She says it's unreliable, which is why she doesn't consider herself a psychic. And then yeah. Dill was being some dick right, about it. Right, and then Dale decides to be an enormous piece of shit about it because I think he was just written to it's be an enormous piece of shit. because he let out Dax. Uh, and... Well, even before that... Well, he just picks fights for no reason. Like, he's just a needlessly he's antagonistic character. he's the commanding officer and he's, way, he's small, kind of, like... He's definitely not a, uh, like, a... You know, a, I, 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 he's not intimidating in any way. And then he has he has no actual authority other than rank. So, and is it because he has this ranking because he's a psychic? Yeah. And in yeah, the beginning, yeah, it, is it's kind of like the way the way that uh, what's his name Neil Patrick Harrison's character basically became super important just because he had. So, uh, yeah, but um, uh, but Dill yeah. in the beginning, it's like he's having a vision, but we're not seeing anything. We're just seeing his face. I'm like. Are you shitting me? No, we like, no, we we do see a vision. Second, it just, the second time, the only thing we see for the visions the same, is the bugs. Yeah, but the that same that comes the like yeah. the second time he has again. a vision. The first time, it's like his face. I'm like, okay, yes, that's his face. Oh, but I I I always thought that the first I, I thought he was just him panicking because he doesn't know what to do. I thought he was having a he vision. He was actually having a vision. I thought he was having a vision, and I was like, what the hell? We're not. I think it's implied he is because he talks. He talks to the general and goes like, "I sense something. They're all around us, coming for us." And the general's like, it's like "Really?" Uh, he thing. says as they're surrounded. <laughs> but but uh, anyway, so Sahara yeah. kind of talks to Dax about how you know whatever she used to be a psychic, whatever. And apparently, she what was the deal? She had like a she like her status got lowered because she had yeah, a boyfriend no, she, she, or something. She, she, she basically like, um, she implied that she was a higher rank because she has been there for a while and she was a psychic, but she had, uh, a relationship with like basically a grunt, which apparently you're not supposed to have. You're not supposed to, I get, well, even in, obviously they allow 
relationships between people yeah. of similar stature. But even in governmental jobs today, if you try and have a relationship with someone who's your inferior or your superior, that's not yeah. allowed. I mean, uh, uh, yeah, prison, right. Like you can't have I mean, sex with your intern. Yeah. That's not ethical, yeah, like, regardless like, of whether or not you're married. Yeah, you, yeah, many reasons not, why okay. that was unethical. It's not okay. So yeah. that's basically what she did. Yeah. No. So so yeah, it, it's implied that like <laughs> she had like a relationship and later find out that she's pregnant. So I guess that happened very recently. Yeah. I'm like, what the hell? The guy died. Yeah, how did I she guess get she was pregnant? Just always... Who got her pregnant? Was it no, was it no, it was the uh, no, it was the uh, uh, her like boyfriend that she was like talking about in like the beginning with like Dax, and she has like the picture that she drops in soda and so. Oh, and, and she says he's dead. Did he die in the first in that like attack? I that we guess see? Or... Is that what happened because we see a character die in that, I, but it's shot. Yeah, like, like it's never explained if he died. Is into that first engagement that we see or an engagement before the events of that first engagement because she literally just finds out she's pregnant at like the last like 30 minutes of this movie yeah they, they use morning sickness to like, in the yeah and she doesn't even, and she movie, doesn't even which you don't get that like if you see, yeah, and, yeah, yeah it's like she doesn't even like, register that she's pregnant it's rake that says that's like oh like uh, morning sickness and like being pregnant makes a woman crazy. It's like, and she's like, "Wait, I'm pregnant." <laughs> it's like, what? See, How do you not know? That always that always pisses me off because like, um, okay, I mean, okay, I, I have never been pregnant and I have never looked it up, <laughs> but it does seem like that is the cliche. So you throw up, that means you're pregnant, and it's like, and it's just like, it's such a I, cliche. I feel like, and again, I'm, I'm, I don't know. I think it's because I've seen it so much. I'm kind of like, it, it's like, it's every movie, basically. every damn movie. And it's like, but it's, I just think it's, it seems like sometimes when they don't, when they find out they're pregnant, then the next thing that happens is they're throwing up and then there's, they throw up. Oh, I'm pregnant. And I just, I just, like, yeah. I find well, hell, by that that logic, I've, I'm definitely pregnant because I had to throw up like not that long ago in the like, early mornings. Like, well, according to every movie ever, I am pregnant. Goodbye, I, everybody. I have to go on maternity leave. Since since I've turned 21, yep. I feel like I've thrown nice. up more than I did since I was like a baby. <laughs> like, <laughs> because of like, I mean, I'm fine. I don't have a problem. But like drinking is like... <laughs> Like of mixing or trying really hard it's not like it, to be sick, oh and God, I feel like Sam. looking back, I'm like, it's like well, I feel like I've thrown up more as an adult than I did as a kid. It's like surprise! That. Welcome to our intervention episode for Sam. Um, but <laughs> but anyway, yes. Well, they so they have her. In get the federation, pregnant, the federation I'm just sensed. Really uh, sure uh, why? You know, I think and sent sent a I don't know a sperm to her egg, I guess. I think they I think they just have her get pregnant so they can have the scene at the end where they're talking about her Holy kid growing up and getting shit. a oh, yeah. grinder. Like I don't I don't see any other reason for how her being well, pregnant contributes to the plot other than the obviously manufactured reason of oh well we found that people which, who yeah, are like pregnant the, can bullshit, be more psychic. But, yeah, which is just that like, made more sense. All right, that was yeah, I guess. bullshit, but also I'm like well, that's convenient and she yeah, and, and, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's extremely it convenient. But they, there was also a scene prior to that when, like, uh, Dill's like talking about, like, oh, like you used to be psychic, and it's like, oh yeah, like I kind of lost it during, like, when around the time I had puberty. It's like, oh yeah, and he says like something 
pretty like mis misogynistic. It was like, oh yeah, like that happens with women. Like when you get all your estrogen, yeah. it's like, wait, if just and too much estrogen makes one less psychic, then wouldn't just having like some hormone therapy make people more inclined to be psychic? Like I feel like that could help you guys out in like a war effort by having like hormone treatments and like uh, to in order to have more chances of like psychic. Spaceship, starship. I, I, if it works, race. I guess. Yeah, why not? Um, but. Oh my god! Yeah, that's a plot hole that I bet they didn't. No, see when they but wrote the it, it's just if it's just hormones that make one less susceptible, less susceptible to be psychic, then wouldn't just hormone treatment counteract that and make you more inclined to be psychic? Yeah, so, you would think. You would the think. writers didn't, you but you would think. So let's kind of jump ahead and talk about how everybody is, how, how people started getting uh, infected by the bugs. And so Soda, oh, yeah. it becomes very obvious that she is a bug, like, in disguise. And she, like, she's, like, asleep, I guess. She's, yes! she's, 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 she's the femme fatale. She's, she's the femme fatale of the group. Can I just say that the scene with her and Dax was actually yes, okay, yes, one hundred percent. Sam, why don't you cover that? I was like, she yeah. basically goes up to him and is kind of flirting with him, and he's like, "Are you flirting with me?" She's like, "He's like, no." She's like, "No, never." And basically, she just wants to have sex. He's like, "Oh, okay, you want some action, okay?" And then he's like, "Drop and give me a hundred. So he got a bunch of energy. Use it. And I'm like, "Good for you, Dax." And then she's like, "One." Two, three, and he's like, make it two hundred. I'm like, and then it just goes back and it's like, I'm gonna go shave. <laughs> I'm just like, I that, I that, appreciate that. That's easily that. the best part so of the movie for sure. Because so the good. second the movie started and it said like, because it was Amazon, it said at the top like, you know, the rating and like some violence, uh, language, and nudity. And I'm like, shit, because the last movie had a bunch of like random ass nudity and yeah, like yeah, there was like the shower scene that. Notoriously, Paul Vera, Paul Verahosen recorded while he was also naked, <laughs> along with everyone else. And then there, oh my god, I love that. I, I actually, yeah, love it's that. like in order uh, to get all the actors comfortable, that would make me filming more uncomfortable. Nude, he, 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 it's like, no, I'll direct this also nude, so you'll also all be comfortable. But all right, whatever floats your boat. Think about, yeah. I honestly think that scene works. Like, is that nudity? feels more like I, I feel like that's better than the nudity For we got sure. yeah, no, it made the, more it the, made a the little the nudity more in this sense. movie is purely fan service it's 100% just fan service it absolutely is it's just there for the yep. male gaze and the nudity in the other movie is okay it's it's well, kind of yeah like there, there is a sex it, scene it also, there is a sex scene in the first movie they, I, I was oh, talking about yeah. the shower scene yeah the, the, sex, the sex scene really yeah. is just yeah the same thing uh, so I guess there's not really a, a dividing line there, except that, like, all the characters... Like, the shower scene, they're building the characters of the people we're seeing. They're establishing these people as human. Same thing with the sex scene that finally happens between um, the... I the Izzy and Rico. infantry people. Yeah, Izzy and Rico is... We've watched their relationship build, and it's also a milestone for Rico because he's finally moved past his 
uh, you know, his previous well, role. And she had, like, a crush on him the whole time. Now, they, they don't use Izzy's character very well. They basically, you know, kill her off for male pain. Uh, yay. But um, <laughs> yay. <laughs> in this one, Charlie Soda has no character except as a mindless I want to fuck people, which makes sense because she's a bug. But, like, still, she doesn't have a character. And the moment she wakes up till the moment she dies, her only purpose in the movie is to suggest okay. or be naked well, in the scene, which she's <laughs> naked like two or three times throughout this movie. She's naked in like half the yeah. scenes she's so, in, I think. Like, so the first scene she's naked in, uh, Sahara's asleep, and she, I guess, has a picture of her boyfriend, and she, it's like in her hand, and she drops it, and then Soda, naked, picks it up and's like, hey, did you drop this? And Sahara wakes up and her eyes like wide, and as you would when a naked yeah, it's woman, like I was. Like, it's like I was not preparing to wake up to boobs in my face. I'm not complaining, I'm like, but I'm not Sahara. But I'm also <laughs> like, what the hell? And I'm like, and th- I'm more thinking like, is is Soda trying to fuck Sahara? What what's going on? And then I I think it. I don't think she cares because yeah. she's a bug. Yeah. But when you see that scene, you don't know yeah, she's it's a like, bug yet. So you're just like, yeah. what is with yeah, this? It's like, like, I mean, is she, does she swing that way? Like, sure, then, I guess, but, but she's then, still I mean, uh, yeah. So Sahara just very calmly gets up and walks out of the room. And then uh, Horton, all the guys come in and they're like, whoa. Yeah. Like their eyes bugging out pretty much. And then. <laughs> and, whoa, tits. I've never seen those before in a co-ed soldier Horton, yeah. Italian. Like, I, I don't, I don't Horton, get it. I'm sorry. The, uh like the Hawkeye of the group who's like, I guess kind of with Sandy because they were like kissing earlier. He then is just, he's just that so like, bad. okay, yeah, let's, let's fuck. And she's like, it was just so weird. And then she's like, they're kissing and I had the subtitles on. And so it, he, he, he's being gagged and you don't know why. <laughs> and I just in the, in like subtitles just said gagging. And then uh, everybody's out of the room now and they're just watching through the door because they're you know Horton's up against the door and they're and like then, oh there's Horton just being all being all it's like classic again. Horton definitely not getting his brain jacked by an evil bug also he definitely doesn't have a girlfriend who's gonna walk yeah in and but see then this the next oh, spoke too soon Sandy <laughs> and uh Griff Griff is like oh my god it was so stupid Griff is like oh you have this tiny little scratch I'm the medic I'll take care of that and then she's like what's up with What's it's what's, up with, your, what's up with your black finger? Oh no, it's fine. She's like, no, no, that looks really bad. And he's like, no, no, it's fine. I'm the medic. And then yeah, it's like, like I'm a medic. I know. I was like, I'm the. <laughs> she's med- like, I believe this. Can then we they fuck? make out, and like then the that. next day, they, uh, Soda and Horton are all like, uh huh, uh huh, and he and and Griffin, and Sandy are like, uh huh, and Rake and Sahara. Rake's like, what the hell's going on? She and Sahara's like, we got some new couples. She's like, no wonder. No wonder we're still in this war. We should be... Everyone's fucking when we should be fighting. I'm like, mm-hmm, yeah. Because everybody in this is super horny. I mean, that's a... The, yeah. The, the Like, the, the writers don't know how <laughs> no. to show romance Sex. other than, like... I would be interested to look up and see if the writer only did, like, high school, like, rom-coms before this. Because, like, the only way they know how to show, like, these two characters are an item is by having them giggle like school well, children and chase each other around. Like that's the well, only actually, way they know how to do it. And it's so tonally contrasting with everything that's happened. They just got out of a, a hell fuck nightmare where all their friends are dead and they make it to the safe haven. And it just cuts to this like 10 second scene 
of what's his name chasing the the girl like oh i'm gonna get you and then he grabs her and yeah. then they make out and it's like where the fuck did that scene come from yeah. why is it well, in the it's, movie? it's also funny that you mentioned the the writer for this because the guy who wrote this basically wrote every starship trooper movie and every single robocop thing ever like every robocop video game wait he wrote robocop why didn't the dick in this movie I feel like yeah. now I just feel yeah, no, like every Robocop movie, TV show, uh, video game, it looks like. It, yeah, no, like, uh, and Mortal Kombat 11, the video game. But yeah, pretty much every Robocop and Starship Troopers movie, uh, the the guy who wrote that wrote this. But yes, I am very cheated. Well, at least he's. Yeah, consistent. no, he, he has his niche. Um,. But I think that's so funny because the romances, look, the romances weren't like Oscar material and I mean, nothing was Oscar material. In, uh, uh, the first movie, the, but the, they were the, decent. The effect, they were believable. The effects for the in the first part. movie, I feel like were, were at least award worthy. I will. They were decent. I, will yeah. say, uh, I guess for the time. I, mean, I will like say. Uh, yeah, 97. The first and, one. Yeah, they actually, they actually got an Academy Award nomination for that. Wait. Okay, well, th- well, there yeah. you go for the special effects, yeah. But look, like the writing's never going to win any awards. I don't expect that. But at least with the time frame that they like spread the first movie across and the writing that they did do, the romances between the characters were more or less believable. Again, they weren't like tugging at your heartstrings, but it was like, oh, they're together now. Okay, that makes sense. In this one, they're just like giggling school children, and I don't understand why his writing degraded so far in the relationship. Because I think they were trying to focus more on the quote unquote horror aspects of this movie that they didn't really have time to focus on any type of a relationship. I I'm, I'm really, I'm I yeah, mean, it is it, a horror yeah, movie. T- Let, let's be real about that. It's a, it's oh, a different yeah, genre than the first one. One of the reasons I feel like why fans hate this movie as much as they do, which is kind of funny because this movie, I feel like out of all the Starship Troopers movie gets talked about the least, even though it is arguably, like, the worst one, yet Starship Troopers 3 is the one that gets the most hate, like, that I've come across. I I don't... Yeah. Look, like, I haven't seen Starship Troopers 3, so I don't know if it's worse than this one. But I don't... Do you mind if I... No, go ahead. Go ahead. So, I don't hate this movie, because it... Okay, look, it's the subject material that it that it has, right? It's set in this specific universe, and it stays pretty true to the world that it's set in. It doesn't necessarily play to its strengths, um, but given the budget that they had, they couldn't really do that. They couldn't give fans what they were looking for because they couldn't afford to. So when they're forced to basically make worse <laughs> Alien, Alien yeah. was a really good movie. So when you make worse Alien... As long as you're not atrociously bad, I'm like, okay, it's it's alien. It's closer to like aliens because they're like yeah, yeah, soldiers and stuff. But it's like kind of a mix of the two of them. And it's like, okay, like I don't I like the writing's bland uh and can be pretty bad. There's some a lot of the characters are overwritten, but they're never like awful i didn't i didn't feel like there were only a few lines and a few characters where i was like okay what are we what are we even doing here and once they actually get inside the bunker and can sort of tell the story that they're trying to tell they tell it fine 
I, I don't, again, I don't think this is a good movie, but I also just don't think it's awful because they still did what they set out to do, which was make a, a gener- generic, creepy-ish horror yeah. movie, which is what they did. It's not, you know, it's not, it's not like <laughs> Leprechaun's 4 or like uh, Satan's Little Helper or Lost in Space, which set out to do something and flopped miserably. Like they didn't do what the movie was made to do. This did it. It just didn't set out it to be something very that was that bland. good. It, it didn't hit the. <laughs> it didn't hit the the target correctly. With, with better writing, I think it could have been a better movie. But I don't think it ever could have succeeded because at the end of the day, fans didn't want the movie that they got, and they did try and stay close to the source material. Like they did say, "Hey." Like, this was all a satire on this, you know, this, like, fascist government and stuff like that. And this time they focused on, yeah, these soldiers who get sent out and basically ground up and they get used by fascism to perpetuate the system when they hated the system. And that's exactly what happens to, to Dax in the, in the story. He hates the system. He's a, a criminal. He's killing people because he thinks they're doing yeah. making shit decisions. And then he ends up dying basically because if he goes back, he's going to be tried and hanged. And they're like, oh, well, he's dead now. So yeah. let's use him. Yeah, as no, they use him like solely for propaganda at the end of the movie. And they even says like, oh, he's even famous for these words. It's like, and, and, and yeah, and they change his final words. Where his final to, words were, uh, but, murderers oh, don't by the way, his delivery <laughs> and, of that, it's clearly dumped over because he says like maybe three words. Oh, yeah, I'm glad you I've, caught that. I've, I'm so glad you caught that because I was like, yeah, that's I have no idea what the ADR. actual line of dialogue is. And I, I want to know what he actually said because what he said in the movie, murderers don't get to go home, is clearly not what he said. It's it's something else. And I I want to know what it is. So, and he, murderers do, don't get to go home isn't like that great of a closing line. It's okay. I mean, so for, for, for like, final words, it's okay. But I mean it makes no sense that he decides to stay and sacrifice himself on guilt I, for no, 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 wait, let, let, let me explain. Let me explain. Okay, he, sorry, he, he, he's deciding to stay to sacrifice himself, even though he has ample time to leave, but he's staying because he's there. He's written to portray guilt for having killed a superior officer when in an earlier scene, he shows no remorse for doing that. In fact, he feels that he made the right decision by killing his superior officer in order to save the rest of his troops. So See, I don't I understand why the idea he's... that his I, I, sacrifice... I agree with where you're coming from yeah. there, and that doesn't make sense. But that's not why I think he decided to kill himself. I think he decided to kill himself because he said... All that awaits me at home is getting killed or even worse, being put back out. He's he's a, a worn out soldier. He's done. Yeah. He's got nothing left. And that's like every scene we see him, he's outside. He's waiting for the bugs to come. He's just watching constantly because he he can't interact with people anymore. He can't make bonds with people anymore because he's lost too many people. And that's obviously a problem for him because he killed a superior officer over keeping his men alive. Yeah. Um, and yeah, we, and, and, and that's, so it made and, sense to me when he's like, I'm not coming because he's just done. He's that's it. He's had it. He's just going to stand here and he's going to kill as many bugs as he can before he dies because there's no other solution for him. There's no way forward. Okay. I, I, I do see the, the, 
the sense in that, but was it written well to get him to that point? No, not really. Not really. It could have been done a lot better. He's still the best developed character in the whole really movie. Really well put. Yeah. Really, really well said analysis, Aaron. Like, I, 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 no, I liked his character. He's the only character in the whole movie I liked because he he knows what he's doing and he's actively working to make their situation better. Yeah. Everyone else is either stupid or a bug acting to make their situation worse. Or I don't a, really an think Sahara antagonist. or Rake like, were stupid. Although, although I did, although, um, everybody else I will give, but like, uh, or even Shepard is like fucking Rake. Rake though, but Rake like realizes what's happening to her and like kills herself because she doesn't want. Like I have more. Yeah, no, Rake. But but uh, I have some issues hell. with the Rake the, the Rake scene with her when she gets. Bugged. Yeah, it that that scene is disturbing. That, the scene that scene pisses me off, honestly. Like it okay. So they basically did have you seen oh, I Spit on Your Grave? I know that movie. I yeah. This movie did I Spit on Your Grave in like ten minutes. Like we were all in that class together. We saw that clip and I don't really know if I ever need to watch that movie. Yeah. But no, the that scene just infuriates me for multiple reasons. Mainly because at that point, they go through like the whole song and dance of like framing decks, even though the bugs outnumber them, like right, which makes yeah. no sense. They could just walk up and cap them all one yeah, by it, one, and it yeah, would be exactly. Over. Like movie's over. Like the boat's gonna be there in like an hour. You don't need to go through this whole song and dance of like killing or walking them up. It just yeah, makes no sense. But so Billy goes to try to get Sahara. She like locks herself in the barracks because Billy's being like super creepy and he has a gun on him so she like manages to get to the barracks she gets locked in there and then rake shows up and then like the other three or four like grunts show up and they like attack her she like punches a couple of them and then one of them immediately like grabs her by the waist and kind of like puts her on the ground and uh, like really slowly like almost like places her down and her genius strategy to get out of that hold is to flail her arms around like a goddamn oh my God, windmill. The windmill. I, I was talking with Teresa about that, that she's just like, there's a, there's like a legit, like five second clip where he's got her, like basically his, his arms are underneath hers and he's like pulling her back against him, trying to like pull her onto the ground. And instead of like doing what you see every character in movies do in that scene, like elbow or him, headbutt or him, do something like that or headbutt. Yeah. She's, literally windmilling her arms yeah, like, for like legit like three <laughs> rotations before yes. it cuts. And like, literally the entire first movie, their entire sense of training is hand-to-hand combat against human like against human combatants. Human opponents. Yeah. Yeah. And you're a fucking sergeant in the military that focuses and entirely on that shit so unless they completely change the curriculum on how the soldiers are trained when you started you had no fucking excuse for getting taken down that easily i get that you're the characters have have like they want her to be like sarah connor basically or like uh uh the main character of alien yeah rip, right? rip, the, like, ripley no nonsense tough ripley, lady. Yeah. Ripley. ripley thank you um Ripley. I, I keep wanting to say Ridley because Ridley Scott. I, oh, I, th- I thought you were going with uh, um, uh, Metroid, but never mind. Because um, <laughs> th- God, I'd love to see that movie remade, but Ripley is replaced with Ridley. 
figured it would be a much shorter movie. Oh my god. Um, anyway. <laughs> he wouldn't fit in the ship. So she gets pinned down, and a dude, like, basically mounts her, and then puts his bug inside her. I'm um, sure there's a, an analogy there somewhere. Yeah, we're, we're just gonna go yep. past that. We're, we're not yep. even stopping <laughs> um, But my problem is, like, our main character is currently doing nothing against the guy trying yep. to kill her. And our other main character has been taken prisoner and is locked away. And they both get bailed out by a completely separate character. Like, okay, the, the yeah. psychic lady, uh, I Sahara. don't know, Sahara. She's such a passive main character. She does jack yeah. shit for the plot. Yeah, no, her, her brilliant strategy to get out of that is to just bash Billy on the head with a, a metal pipe. And even that doesn't stop him she she like completely fractures his skull and it's like huh this isn't working let me try it again boom huh that's not working let, well, let me try it again like <laughs> and she's waiting like 20 <laughs> minutes between each strike because she's like having a breakdown because it's billy and he's like crazy now but i which might it's just I don't know. My, She's just not a very engaging character, and she doesn't do much. My bigger at issue to, with that scene yeah. was the fact that so she's she manages to um, get away from Billy and everybody, and she just steps out like they're, they're like all in the kitchen or whatever, and she steps just outside the door, and she's just watching and like screaming as like they're like taking rake. But then is it Billy just like opens the door, and it's like, dude, either way, I thought oh, yeah, the door yeah. wasn't. The door. <laughs> she doesn't take the opportunity the to brace the door with anything or yeah. lock the door. She and just stands there, and then the Billy door, just opens the door. Why did someone go get her? There, there's enough of you. There were pl- like at least one of you. Yeah, it, it's literally only Billy goes. <laughs> Why did they have Billy take her out of the room in the first place? She got She's out of in the, the room. room with like six bugged people, and they're like Billy. No, 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 no! They're like Billy. Yeah, you know what to do. And Billy takes her out of the room by himself to a different room. It's like, why didn't you just pin her down like you did with Sergeant Rake? Like you literally did. And he goes out, leading her out at gunpoint. He then puts the gun in his belt and then tries to do it. It's like, no, just keep the gun. But we we find out. The, the, it was it was around the it was there's so it, many there's so many plot holes yeah, with that no, it was, it, at that point i completely lost faith that the bugs would win this like any sense of like <laughs> re- oh the bugs are the stupid the bugs are so so stupid in the last 30 minutes of the movie any strategy element of surprise anything that they had for any sensible plan or structure completely falls apart at their just completely oh, at their falls own apart. complete and utter incompetence and sheer stupidity. It was like, and it's such a drastic shift because they were like, we have to write them to be really smart yeah. to get this far, but then we have to write them to be really <laughs> dumb to like, fuck it all up. Like, it, and it's because their heroes don't have enough agency to overcome the challenge yeah. they've set for them. Their heroes aren't strong enough, so they have to make <laughs> the enemy really stupid. Well, to also the at this point, chance. they don't even realize that like there's like a bug alien host because they're going through the whole song and dance of like framing Dax that for the ha- murder of Lieutenant that happened. Dill. I don't even the, remember. Is that why he like was the, locked I mean, up? That's just and so he's stupid. blindfolded. Yeah. Yeah, he, they they oh, yeah, arrest Dill, him for murder. Dill, they kiss him um, yeah, murder even though literally every um, which is just so dumb. They 
because they realize that the plan. I think it's is it, at this point they realize that the plan is to um, because uh, when Soda wakes up, she like zeroes in on the star on Shepard's uniform and knows that he's in charge. And so the idea is to infect him because then they'll take this you know infestation all the way up to the top ranks of the Federation or of the military, I guess. Yeah, but they don't realize that. Okay, the so that's don't okay. That's that later. But they, but the um, Dill sees that they've got to Shepard, and that's yeah. You know, they're all like got blood. Shepard's got blood on his head, and then uh, everybody's got blood on them. And of course, Soda's covered in blood, and she's naked for some reason. <laughs> Why was she naked? Yep. Because she her clothes. Like, I, I'm assuming to. No, no, I, I think, I think that no, they imply that she was naked because she was like seducing yeah. the general in order to seducing get close him. to infect yeah. him with a bug, which makes sense. That's a viable strategy. I can't really fault them on that. Yeah, that's like the one scene where it makes sense that she's naked. And Thank the funny God. thing is, she's in shadow for almost that entire scene. For the most part, yeah, we don't really see yeah. like we can tell that she's naked but like dill like can't tell that like she's naked no i don't think you actually see her tits at all no, no, i mean you you, 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 kind, bit, you, yeah. you kind of do yeah, like you can tell that she's naked you kind of do yeah but the, the main thing that they're trying to hide is that she's covered in blood which is why i think that scene works of like her being covered in shadow because dill doesn't realize that until huh that's not right what's going on General, oh no, he's dead. You're all under arrest, even though I think you're all bugs. <laughs> you're all under arrest, I say, as a... Yeah. I, uh, uh. Uh, before we go any further, Kevin, I know we need like to start wrapping this up here, but before we go any further, oh, you said God. you had points about yes. the fence. Yes, yes I did. So they, the reason they don't get massacred by bugs for basically this entire scene, this entire movie, is because they have a super powerful electrical fence that just murders any yes. bugs that try and get through. Uh, so, and they say multiple times that this is a perimeter fence. A perimeter fence. It doesn't at any point indicate that it has anything that goes below the surface and their only sensible form of like any anti-air or uh, like ground-to-air uh, defenses are these like Donkey Kong barrels full of napalm that they just throw out and it completely clears the entire battlefield. Donkey but, Kong barrels. Yeah, they just do like a yeah, basically, yeah, it just, yeah, they just nice carpet, carpet bomb, bomb the entire area with like a bunch of like napalm barrels that they only use one time. And I guess, I guess they only had like enough payload for, for, they yeah, I, I think, it, yeah, that's, that's, yeah, that's not really that's a plot hole, but the plot hole is, is that they have a perimeter fence and in the first movie there's the entire whiskey outpost scene where we see that the bugs are smart enough to dig tunnels underneath a complex military base made out of sheer metal steel and concrete completely take them by surprise kill everyone and then there's also the flying variant types of bugs but you see kevin if they had, we knew that those couldn't spawn because they didn't have the budget to animate them. So there was no reason I know, to but worry about. This. There's so many different variations <laughs> of like the arachnids, and there's like, there's not even like the bugs that we see in just the first movie. I mean, this was the bugs. This was the bugs' plan, though, right? That's like the only reason that the general even survives is because the bugs want him to survive. They want him to get off planet. 
So the reason that they don't uh, go through is because, um, or tunnel under, or come up with any plan, is because they need the general to well, live. Well, if that was the plan, then what? If that was, uh, and if they're just, if they're just leaving the the normal bugs to their own devices, they're just going to mill around and. Well, if that was do, the plan, right? then how come all the erected warriors swarmed the place when the perimeter fence shut down at the end of the movie, like that? They because. I, because one of two reasons, either they wanted to cover up everything else that had happened there um, so that the evacuees, uh, evacuators didn't stick around, right? Uh, and see, hey, there's a whole bunch of human corpses here that were definitely not killed by bugs. How did that happen? Um, or because they don't have direct control over just like the normal, like, uh, you know, worker bugs. Um, and it's, just that the worker bugs without a brain bugs direct control aren't particularly smart. So with, with leaving them by themselves, they're not going to be able to dig a tunnel and they don't I, have any flames. I don't know. I, I just, I feel like it's via the air. just really convenient that they only had a fence and they only had. Yeah. Oh, it's absolutely contrived. And especially like with a fence this good, I... how did this outpost get abandoned in the first place? If it really is this effective, especially because the tonal shift with the characters between like when the fence is on and when the fence is off is so drastic. The moment the fence goes, goes on all the characters are like, we're on, we're on holiday. Yeah. Like, exactly. and it, it's also anymore? just, yeah. And it's also makes no it's sense. Really if, like, if this space is so great and such a great defense post, then why was it abandoned in the first place? And if it's abandoned, then how did, first of all, how, how long has it been abandoned? And it. second of all, if it's been abandoned yeah. for so long, how did Dan yes! get food and oh water to not when starve they... and or dehydrate to death? They they actually say it was abandoned. They say it was abandoned eight days ago. So if we assume he was left with some form of food too, and water like, in his that, it incinerator, he could have made it there because he's just been in there for eight days. But then it also, but then it, but then it also oh, occurred to me, absolutely, if he we just gloss over that because food movie. and water. Then you know maybe there's not. Anyway. Um, it's just it, it's just <laughs> a lot of stuff is contrived but to make a, 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 a monster in the box uh, killer movie like this where you have a monster, you yeah. have a bunch of people and you have a box, right? That's Their box is the bugs in this movie and when you make a movie like this the box is almost always contrived look at Alien a, botan- or a, a biological scientist goes onto an alien ship finds an egg and decides to fuck with it. And then they decide to let him back on the ship with the alien still stuck to his face when it's directly against regulations. Like, you have to contrive things a little bit well, to get to the setup you want to in most cases. Now, you can do stuff to make it feel like... Yeah, well, yeah, because in Alien, alien like, there was a legit um, reason. It was like, no, like, there's no way that he would survive if we leave him out there. Like, we need to bring him in. Like, we'll put him in high kite. That's not the reason he gets let in. The reason he gets let in is because the the android lets him in because the android wants the alien on the ship. Now, I think the android is the weakest part of of the entirety of Alien, um, and that kind of translates to that scene, but at least it does make sense that he's let on the ship because Bishop wants the alien on the ship. Okay, that's fair. Because Ripley refuses to let them on, and the the, uh, commander is like, Ripley, you need to let us on, and she's like, I will not do it. And then Bishop walks up to the actual okay, hatch. Okay, no, that's legit fair. I've, I legitimately forgot about that. It's been a long time since I've seen any of the Alien movies. 
Oh, okay. It's, I it's fresh it in your mind. Then. So I, I remember it pretty well. But anyway, we're not reviewing Alien. <laughs> we're reviewing a much worse movie. Uh, and it is a bit contrived, but I don't mind that. What I mind is when your characters don't arc, the plot that you set up doesn't really... Back. Uh, when it has a bunch of plot holes that don't make sense. Can we talk about the... Yeah, the that, 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 that what's-her-name uses? No. Do you guys know it, it what that's like, about? It was like... Uh, when when Ray gets oh! possessed by the bug, she just takes like this like satchel of a bunch of like syringes that I remember what it was like uh uh phetamine or something. It said like something and it was either like it was like a typo or like a future drug because it's like are, is this supposed to be, like meth? So if it says if it says amphetamine on it, I'm assuming yeah, that, that they, it's supposed yeah, to be. Yeah, it was like it was like it was either um, like a typo of something like that, or it's just like a fake super future drug because she like injects like eight of those syringes into her body, and then she it. just goes fucking berserk on like half the people in the movie, and then yeah, and, and that's when we and yeah, saves both and then the main characters. Blows her head because, off, even though it's like, know. wait, you uh, okay. I think that what they were trying to get across and they didn't because they kind of wrote themselves into a corner uh, by, again, making their heroes too weak. Uh, and so they needed to have her bail them out. Um, they basically said, well, she jacks herself up on all these drugs that make the alien not be able to control her or that make her awake while they're normally like unconscious. So the alien can't do its thing. But it's, it's yeah. a bunch of drugs. It's not going to last forever. And eventually the alien's going to gain control. So she kills herself before it, it can. But it's really unclear. And it's not yeah. until she kills herself that you kind of understand what was going on. And even still, it I don't even know if the like, drugs work. Because yeah, it's very it, it also doesn't help it. Yeah. Not very long. It was just showing. So you're just like, oh, she stuck herself with a bunch like a of drugs. And now she's clear. She's good, on something. I guess. That's why this works. Just like a quick, like, okay. And then we just move on. Like, yeah. I, yeah. It's just. Because remember, kids yeah, yeah, do exactly. drugs when when you're when you're when you're being controlled by an alien. It's super lazy. Um, it's very lazy. So, yes. Yep. Do drugs. For a second, I thought what happened is she had taken like um, contraceptives that they had left with the group, like a shit ton See, of them that, that had been, somehow if, if killed the, whole, the bug inside her. You know, I thought that's bug, the angle like, they were going for. It, um, like, if this whole idea started a little earlier. It would have been kind of interesting of them maybe attack. I was thinking about that of them trying to save one somebody perhaps, or if they were um, trying to, yeah, or if like like okay maybe there's like you know in a sense who had been brain bugged or think you're trying to piece together like what's going on or like as opposed to just like the thing about it being one by one like on I will give in the bugs defense that it does in a sense kind of work. But for the sake of like the a, a movie and captivating your audience, it would have been more interesting if it was a little subtler, and then they all figure it out, and multiple people as opposed to just the remaining two figure it out. Yeah, I mean, it would have it could have done better with them figuring because... out that the people were being possessed at the midpoint of the movie, and then trying to to fight against it. But they don't. They and, don't figure yeah. it out until we're basically two-thirds of the way through the movie. Um, and by that point, they're so outclassed 
that it's very difficult for the viewer to believe they have a chance at all. And then it gets even worse from there. Um, it's, it's got a lot of <laughs> issues. You're kind of talking me down on this movie. Uh, I still don't think it's awful. Yeah. Um, but I don't know, Kevin, you asked me to give yeah. it a ranking before we started and I gave it a two out of five and maybe it's a high one out of five. It's somewhere low two out of five. Uh, one out yeah. Of five. I would probably give it like um, a one out of five as well. It's, it's, it's just, it's really bad. And there's enough plot holes to fill up, uh, an hour and a half's worth of po- an hour and a half's worth of podcast an about as long as the movie. Um, so I guess they kind of no, I want like maybe a zero. What like, do you think, was, Sam? I was. This is how. <laughs> well, okay. This is how. That's the thing, and this is the Ooh, thing about this movie. You're really down I was on watching it, and I'm like, it's not like, like okay. For example, when like the first time you came on, Aaron, and we talked about Space Jam, we all seem to be in agreement that the biggest issue of the movie was that everybody just accepted uh-huh. everything very quickly and then we just moved on. And it was a continuing... Well, and the fact that Michael, okay, yes, or yes, Michael but Jordan like... got turned into a literal basketball and... No, but, but yes, but like... <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm never going to get just, over that. Uh... <laughs> just, oh, here's information, accepting, and then we move forward. There was an actual major issue, which in this movie, there wasn't like this, like blatantly obvious like major issue i had with it it was really just from the beginning i just didn't know who these people are i'm bored i don't care i just i'm fine with them dying because i want the movie to end there wasn't like a major genuine like like obvious issue it was just it was just these it was these individual things that made it so bad one of which was that it was just very poorly uh-huh. written and i feel like and i just was just so i was, the fact that i was like wait was. they were framing they framed dax like i didn't even realize what was going on i was like some of these i was zoning out because i was just not that interested <laughs> see oh, i, I so don't check easily. out of movies very easily so if you are a person who checks out more easily like oh i'm sure a large portion of your viewers check out quicker than i do then you probably don't like it as much. They gave me at least one character that I could kind of root for and like, and that was enough for me to get through the movie. But like, I could definitely see the only movie I've ever just like completely just like I'm checked out. I'm done. I don't want to watch it. Is uh, Transformers Four? The last is that forty minutes of that Age movie? Of I just completely checked out because there there, okay. there was oh, nothing. Oh God, else. Age of Extinction. That yeah. movie's like the last one I watched. Three and a half hours long too. It's not going to get better. It's so long. It's so long. And the last 40 minutes can't show you anything you haven't seen yet. Literally nothing you haven't seen yet. So you're just sitting there in the theater like, why am I here? What is life? And when Transformers 4 is giving you an existential crisis, that's when you need to turn it off (laughs) and go watch The Lord of the Rings. Uh, Uh, So (laughs) I guess that kind of jumps into uh, our final part of this of, can this actually happen? No. Uh, So... (laughs) Sam, why don't you take us off since you have opinions? It's just, I think, I feel like, honestly, the, yeah, the Bugs had, should have won. And also, I feel like they honestly all should have died right in the beginning. Like. Wait, I, I'm sorry, what? Oh, uh, we incorporated this after, but I think we, oh, we started asking, you know, the big question is, is this real? Is it plausible? Could it happen? We started it definitely after Space Jam, 
but I think we started yeah. it. We started doing it before Dust Till Dawn, <laughs> and we forgot yeah. to because I realized I think while we were editing or I was listening to it that we didn't ask the question, uh, which so, I kind so of was bas- such a letdown because that would have been such a fun discussion. But anyway, yeah. um, so basically. So, so basically, I mean, that would have just set me off. A real again. world scenario. <laughs> pretend this movie exists in a real world scenario, using real world logic. Do you think the events of this movie could have actually happened the way could. it was portrayed in this movie? Yeah. No. One hundred percent. No. Sam is a hundred percent right. Uh, the bugs. The bugs should have yeah, won. Yeah. No. Yay, was there was no right. reason for them to have a sudden decrease in intelligence. To the point where, like, the humans are like, "Huh, something's fucky is going on here." <laughs> it gets so far down the rabbit hole, like, of just like, there's no way back from where our heroes are at. That you're legit sitting there, like, "What can they do?" And you want that kind of feeling out of your movie, but you want to have seeded in little things that build up to this is how they're going to get out of this. Otherwise your ending feels like a deus ex machina. And in this case, the deus ex machina was uh, super meth. Um, the extremely tight oh, lips yeah. of Dax um, in that he was yeah. able to resist the bug when literally nobody else could and were infinitely better equipped to defend themselves against the bug. Uh, and yeah, While it, watching it, I was actually in debate. I was like, contrived. is this... To me, the worst movie that we've done is Doom Annihilation, and I was actually wondering if this was worse. And I realized, <laughs> like, I, like this movie, I think... Doom Annihilation was just super boring until the end, but I felt like I was... Things were a little bit clearer. Like, I understood roughly what was going on, and, like, there was a little bit more explanation on, like, what the what the characters are dealing with and like why they're mad at the main person like whatever whereas but it nothing but it was also just really boring until the last like couple of minutes of the movie whereas this like there was a little bit more of a plot it was just you know not executed well so i'm like yeah i'm just going back and forth you 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 prefer this over space you prefer well, space this jam over space i had jam, or space a ton jam of fun this? watching because it was ridiculously bad it was bad, but it was like ludicrous. Where it was like I funny guess it bad. does have like, that quality. This, that this it's I so thought was going like, to be more funny bad, bad and it, it wasn't. And honestly, you. so Kevin, you said this. We said this in this that you have yes. friends that would go to buy buy copies of Starship Troopers three specifically so they can destroy it, and it made me yeah. so excited to watch it. And now I'm like. <sighs> I'm now, now I'm now scared. Like this, this movie was so bad, and I thought it, I thought it was when you said it was a shit show. I sent the like it was a the gif of like Patrick like maniacally rubbing his hands together, and it was like and just it's like, bad. Oh, you poor, you poor naive fool! You have no idea what you have just agreed to. <laughs> but like I thought it was gonna be like he said it was a shit show. I thought it was gonna be like funny bad or like more entertaining, and it was just like bad. No, this is like a really bad student film bad. <laughs> it's just like I said, it's it's the saddest thing about it is that it came out in 2004 and it is worse than every single <laughs> 80s movie that it takes yeah. elements from. It's worse than Terminator, it's worse than Alien, it's worse than Aliens and it's worse than Predator. 
and it takes elements from all of those movies. No, and, and it can no, the do sad thing is that it, not only material. is it worse than all of those movies, it's worse than all the movies that rip off those movies that came out around the same time as those movies, like Star Creature and uh, what was it? It's like Exterminator, like all these like movies that are just blatant ripoffs of all those movies. This is worse than the ripoffs. I haven't seen the ripoff, so I couldn't. I couldn't talk about that. I generally try to avoid watching. It's like, well, well, well. We're talking about trash movies, movies. then you've come to the right place. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I mean, you have the the highest tolerance for trash in movies. Thank you, anyone I've ever met, Kevin. Uh, (laughs) Sam, you're not far behind if you've kept up with him on this podcast. I mean, you know me, Kevin. My tolerance is with video. Sonic O Six is anything once. Um, I. I beat Sonic 6, and you know what? Respect. It wasn't that bad. <laughs> the, the worst thing about it was the loading screen. You could have learned a second I language. so much of my life. <laughs> I could have watched this movie instead of the loading screens and gained slightly All right, more inter- um, entertainment. <laughs> on that note, um, Sam, where can these lovely people find us for other episodes of our podcast? Um... You can find us pretty much wherever podcasts are available. Um, Apple, uh, Spotify, Stitcher, Overcast, Google Podcasts. Um, I'm sure there's one I'm missing, but like... Um, uh, yeah, YouTube, Spotify. Okay, pr- I said yeah. Spotify. I know, I'm, just, I'm just covering YouTube, the ones that yes, I... I we, yeah. are, we are actually caught up, so yeah. Yes, yay! Um, and yeah, so... Please like, subscribe, um, make a comment, preferably if it's a nice comment. Um, make a suggestion. Uh, we're also on Instagram. So, yeah. Uh, anything else to add, Kevin? Or actually, Aaron? No, thanks. no you, pretty, yeah. you pretty much covered all of that. Um, yeah, no. Like, um, Aaron, thanks you guys for have... being here. Uh, I love it when you're here. So, you'll you'll be back. Uh, all it. Thanks. It's always a pleasure like to be on mad. here and to yell about movies for an hour with you guys. Um, I appreciate you. Yeah, no, we, we, we need a... so I can just you know get worked up about stuff. Yeah, we always need uh, a. And it's always that. interesting. We were originally too. so I cannot tell you. So <laughs> we had talked about like bef- I think in back in May before just before we started Star Wars month we had thought about what we're going to yes. do in the fall and. We came up with a couple different ideas, and then we, Kevin, you made a really great suggestion, but ultimately we're like, let's just put this off till next year because we need time, more time to plan for it. And yeah. then we were like, why don't we do Space Jam, uh, the new Space Jam, and uh, Starship Troopers 2? It'll be like the month of Aaron. And then <laughs> Space Jam didn't happen because it left HBO. <laughs> So. <laughs> yeah, before you guys got a chance to watch it. I, I'm, I'm the know. only one out of the group of the three of us who saw Space Jam 2, and now I feel wasted. <laughs> I'm gonna be... I'm gonna be very interested uh, to come on for that show, because uh, you've told me you think it's worse than the original Space Jam, and if it is... Um, <laughs> That, I mean, I I, I, feel, I I feel like there are aspects that are worse than the original Space Jam. I, I'm not gonna, yeah, like I don't know. They're kind of they're kind of both in the air. I feel like a lot of people loves it have nostalgic a higher thing. regard. Yeah, like a higher regard for the first Space Jam because of nostalgia, and this movie 
I don't know. There's just aspects of this movie that just feel very distracting. I gotta say though, and, yeah, I find I find it really funny because we bring up our Space Jam episode okay. a lot, and I listen to it a lot. And I recently checked, and um, I think uh, according to our analytics, that is our most like most downloaded episode. Which I'm more curious. <laughs> that's not just me, right? Like someone else is listening to that, right? It's funny. That's why uh, I listen to it all the time. <laughs> I. You 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 have I made movie so. real history, Aaron. You are now our most popular co-host. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a, it's a right. tug of war between him and Ben. Yeah, and Frank. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. Forgot okay. about our other friend casually. Well, Frank's, Frank's always Frank's been on like what twice, and Aaron and Ben I think have been on about the same amount. Yeah, that's fair. That's what I meant. I didn't forget Frank. I'll never forget Frank. <laughs> yeah. Wait. Tell Frank you? literally just te- Frank literally just texted oh, me yeah. right now. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. Also, Why am I, I not in I'm the episode, guys? Like, how was I know it's. I just I thought it was really funny that he literally just sent a text message right as you said that you'll never forget it. Well, he'll never forget us too. That's nice. All right. All right uh, <laughs> on that note, uh, I'm Kevin Tracy. Uh, I'm Aaron Silva, I guess. You guess. Uh, you've been listening to movie. <laughs> we hope so. <laughs> you don't know. Who, you, who are you, and who have we been talking to for the past <laughs> hour and a half? I'm actually a bug. This movie. Oh shit! This movie stripped him of his identity. <laughs> the bugs. <laughs> EDF. EDF. God, EDF. All right. Um, on that note, uh, goodbye, everybody. <laughs> this, this has been Movie Real. We'll catch you next week. Bye, everybody. It's been a real good time. <laughs> what? I'm going to edit that out. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>